Crypto Vibe Podcast, your weekly recap of news of what's happening in the world of crypto and Web3. It's a moving target, and this week is no different. We are on week 24 of 2022, episode 14. We hope you've had a good week. We know it's been a rough week in crypto, especially if you had some stuff in Celsius. And we want to be sympathetic to that. I'm your host, Neil Alonzo. And before we dive into the show, we have a few disclosures. We're not financial advisors, wealth managers, lawyers, brokers, or CPAs. We're merely sharing the information that we've gathered throughout the week through sources that we cite on CryptoPodcast.xyz. You will find everything relating to links of our source material that we'll be talking about. And again, if you see value in what we're doing, please share with others. Who doesn't like to have you know, shared value? Please know the point of view that we're coming at everything with is one of optimism, cautiously optimistic. We said it on a number of podcasts on both this one and our other podcast, Fort Brock's Crypto Podcast, but we're cautiously optimistic. And just because we believe in it doesn't necessarily mean that there's not a reality with things when everything's going harder for everyone, you know, especially with the markets down across the board. It isn't just crypto, but crypto definitely has a lot of eyes on it, given so much intensity regarding the innovation or the lack of questioning everything, not enough answers, not enough maturity. But when we are for the optimistic side of what can happen, we are doing it cautiously and are mindful of others. But we do believe that we're moving forward at a pace that's faster than previous cycles, but still, this is a cycle. Whether or not Web3 crypto works out, we believe it will, but we still believe that this is an adoption cycle of innovation, and it's been shown throughout history, not just from the internet, but in general with innovation. There's a lot of things kicking off for this week, and so there's a few headlines that we were thinking about, well, which one should go first, but we'll just give it to you as is. Jack Dorsey and the Web5 Declaration. We have a number of links in our show notes to this, such as their Web5 slide deck that they have. There's also an op-ed on blockworks.co that's asking, is Web5 better than Web3? The whole thing about it, though, and we're big fans of Jack Dorsey on a number of levels, but again, we're cautiously optimistic. We can't understand if this was solely crypto bro by going Web2 plus Web3 equals Web5. You know, that's like saying a cocktail wiener is 12 inches long. Is it just a crypto bro way of looking at size? I mean, yeah, I mean, he's done some cool shit, but I don't know if the ego is justified for that. Why can't it just be something entirely different? Why does that be web anything number wise? But, you know, it is a marketing ploy in that way, we believe, just as meta, metaverse, Kleenex is tissue paper, rollerblades were inline skates. Who doesn't want to have a brand name associated to what it is? You know, so check out our links. We have a number of them. And to follow that one up, Celsius. Now, for those of you who might have had some, you know, assets in Celsius and you were frozen out, we do have a number of friends that were. This sucks. Celsius CEO Alex Mashinsky breaks his three-day silence. This was a report on Decrypt.co. Following that, Celsius calls on Citigroup for options after liquidity squeeze. This is by a report that a traditional financial bank has been hired an advisory role to lay out potential financing options for Celsius. Also, regulators in five states target Celsius over withdrawal freeze, per report. State securities regulators have opened investigations into the crypto lender's decision to freeze accounts, Texas Enforcement Director told Reuters. And in a quote, few are feeling okay. 
Celsius investors unlikely to fund bailout per report. Leading investors in Celsius Network aren't expected to back the embattled crypto lending company with additional funds. This is a lot to take in. It seems like week after week, businesses that didn't have solid you know, ways of dealing with a down market are being exposed, which is a good thing. So even though there's a lot of negative and the cliche has been said, you can't make an omelet without cracking a few eggs. It just so happens that there's a lot of personal wealth in these few eggs that are cracking and it's not that few. And it sucks that certain consumers are having to pay the price and investors. But this is what happens as things start being innovated and evolving. In step with that, Kevin O'Leary, Mr. Wonderful, says, quote, panic event is needed before crypto bottoms. This is on a Coindesk video. We highly recommend watching it. It was really cool. We have the link in our show notes. One headline we were really hyped on was new crypto bills suggest unrealized staking gains should not be taxed. The Loomis Gillibrand bill clarifies that unrealized staking and mining gains should not be taxed as income. The bill, if passed, would impact a tax law one Tennessee couple has been fighting for over a year. We're fans of this. I mean, because we are a crypto mining company as well with Fort Brox. And yeah, this is a good idea. Because if you're staking and you're accumulating, you know, this yield, but you haven't converted it, you haven't sold it, it's like, well, come on here, you know, give a little. It's not like you're being taxed on a house as it increases in value. That could also be untrue when you think about if you had it reassessed because you refinanced house and then it's worth more than it you know was initially at its property tax, you're gonna be hit with more property tax. So yeah, it's an interesting thing, this play and you know, comparing it to other assets in the real world. Because we deal in real estate a lot, we're not the biggest fan of taxes, but real estate definitely offers a substantial amount of wonderful tax breaks when you work within the system and color within the lines. The headline on this article, when payments go programmable, Dan Schulman, PayPal president, CEO, and Jose Fernandez de Ponte, PayPal SVP and GM for blockchain, crypto, and digital currencies take the main stage at Coindesk Consensus 2022. So this was a video piece with an interview with them, and he talks a lot about how PayPal, PayPal is for cryptocurrency and so many elements regarding Web3. You should check out the video. It's a cool video. In Twitter news, Elon Musk teases crypto integration at his first Twitter all-hands event. The Tesla CEO reiterated his determination to get rid of farm trolls and bots on Twitter. And it says, quote, if one can use Twitter to make convenient payments, that's an increase in usefulness, he said. The link is in our show notes from a blockworks.co article. In old guard news, Goldman Sachs executes its first trade of EtherLink derivative. This is per report. London-based Merix Financial was the counterparty for the trade. Lido Dow proposes governance switch-up. The crypto staking platform's proposal suggests a move from multi-chain to dual governance. This may be in step with a lot of things that are happening in the market currently. You can dive more in the article in our show notes. Immutable earmarks $500 million fund for gaming Web3 development. The company's goal is to foster mass adoption of gaming, collectibles, music, and sports NFTs. We're big fans of that sector. We see a lot of growth and potential in that space. It just is not realized to its maturity yet and stuff. Like a $500 million fund is going to help move along a lot of that development. Helium Crypto Wireless Network to launch new tokens amid expansion. 
Helium will launch new mobile and IoT tokens as it expands its crypto-powered wireless network. The token incentivized network may also expand to include additional decentralized protocols. Board Ape Yacht Club, NFT prices slump along with market. Well, yeah, this is an article on blockworks.co, but that was kind of be expected. Also, how Doquan allegedly cashed out of $2.7 billion from Terror Network. Now, this has been reported. There's been a number of Twitter chatter, or there's been a lot of Twitter chatter regarding this. So we would say do your own research and see for yourself. Crypto.com BlockFi to cut over 400 jobs amid market route. So we, we categorize a lot of our news, and unfortunately this is categorized under shithouse news because nobody wants to hear this, but it is a byproduct of the market and things happening. Coinbase has obviously been a huge portion of news as it relates to job cuts, but others are doing it as well, and it's not just in crypto, it's across the board. Binance.us accused of misleading investors in class action lawsuit over Terra. More than 2,000 investors are a part of the class action lawsuit. Yeah, you know, this is bound to happen when you are an exchange and it's going to keep happening. Coinbase to cut 18% of workforce, CEO wary of potential recession. CEO Brian Armstrong warned a crypto winter could hurt the firm's trading revenue. The crypto exchange grew too quickly and overhired since 2021, he said. So here's the thing about that. When you're looking through things in a rearview mirror, it's easy to say, we grew too quickly. We overhired, you know. It's nice to own up to those sort of things. But couldn't you move a little slower and maybe a little bit more educated decisions as opposed to just pushing down on the gas? So if you want to talk about the differences between Web 2 and Web 3 in terms of tech, that's one thing. But as far as execution, there needs to be a little bit more, in our opinion, cautious optimism and how you conduct decision-making when moving forward. Not just Coinbase, just everybody in this space. But when you're VC-backed, you can't lay your foot off the gas. You just can't. If there's example that's contrary to that thought, please share. Michael Saylor's MicroStrategy share price slumps 28% on crypto sell-off. So, yeah, because they were also investors of Celsius, I'm sure it definitely kicked them in the nuts a little bit as it appears. Nexo knew Celsius was in trouble before lenders withdrawal freeze. So this was an article on BlockWorks, and it says a BlockWorks exclusive. Rival crypto lending firm Nexo reached out to Celsius, offering to help with liquidity. So that's an interesting, you know, story. Please click on the link to do your own research. Binance, Kraken, and Polygon accelerate hiring in response to industry-wide job cuts. So there's a little bit of positive news. At least others are looking to hire and accelerate. So... Maybe there's jobs to be had for those who initially had one at Coinbase and others. MetaMask, Phantom, and other browser wallets patch security vulnerability. There's no evidence the vulnerability was ever exploited by attackers, meaning no user funds are believed to have been impacted. But, Coindesk article, please check it out. BitMEX Dello will not face prison after guilty plea. Ben Dello pleaded guilty to charges of violating the Bank Secrecy Act earlier this year. BitMEX co-founder Benjamin Dello will spend 30 months on probation after being sentenced in a New York federal court this last Wednesday. DeFi protocol inverse finance exploited for $1.2 million. Attackers used a flash loan attack to drain the open source protocol outfit of Bitcoin and Tether. That sucks. This article is on Coindesk. Huobi, I'm not quite sure if I ever say this exchange name is right, but Huobi Thailand to close after Watchdog cancels trading license. 
Thailand's Securities and Exchange Commission revoked the trading platform's license, citing failure to follow rules. Yeah, this is interesting. Elon Musk, Tesla, and SpaceX hit with $258 billion Dogecoin lawsuit. The lawsuit aims to represent a class of people who've lost money trading Dogecoin. Whether there's merit to it or not, you can sue anybody, it seems like, in this world. In an op-ed, with crypto VC booming, it's high time to close the gender gap in Web3. We're a believer of that. I mean, we should be closing the gender gap across a lot of boards. But this is a good op-ed. In another op-ed, Jim Cramer turns bearish on crypto. Is that bullish? Question mark. That's the headline. And quote, I don't want to make a joke of it, Cramer said on the CNBC Squawk on the Street podcast. A lot of younger people and people who borrowed money, they are going to be gone today if they are not careful. Well, yeah, I mean, you do need to make educated decisions, but we are working in a permissionless environment in a number of ways. So it's empowering people. But again, there is going to be collateral damage. But we all need to be careful. And in step with being careful, Adam Newman's quote, goddess nature token is the future of crypto for better or worse. This was a Wall Street Journal article. So this, you know, it's an op-ed. You should read it and make your own decision. I'm not the biggest fans of Adam Newman. Crypto has a gender diversity problem. Let's talk about it. This was on blockworks.co. It's an op-ed and crypto asset investors are still predominantly male, despite many more women being curious about the space. So, you know, it's a good opted. Check it out. NFT lending market reveals a need for liquidity. It's a great opted in blockworks.co. Fed officials opted to raise their interest rates 0.75% and previews further hikes. All 18 meeting participants expect interest rates to hit at least 3% by the end of year. What does this have to do with crypto and Web3? The Fed hiking rates is going to have an effect on so many elements across our economic system. Because we are interested in real estate and we do have real estate investments. Just as an example, our mortgage loan originator used to have 20 plus deals in his hopper at any given time. Now he's lucky if he has two. This is not an accident. U.S. Labor Department urged to rescind crypto guidance as pushback grows. The U.S. President's executive order calls for a unified approach to crypto regulation and innovation. The Crypto Council for Innovation said this last Wednesday, the Department of Labor's guidance issued in May takes a one-sided approach to the nascent asset class. Again, to do more of your own due diligence, check out our show notes link. The SEC opens investigation into insider trading on crypto exchanges per report. At least one major crypto exchange has reportedly received a letter from the Security and Exchange Commission regarding safeguards on its platform. To close out this week's recap on Crypto Vibes, we wanted to leave you with some, some fun stuff. So now there's a telegram for people to scream over the Bitcoin crash. In the, quote, bear market screaming therapy group on Telegram, members are only allowed to post voice notes of themselves screaming. Anything else will result in an instant ban from the group, which currently has about 75 members. I mean, we talk about, you know, mental therapy. We talk about mental models. You know toolboxes why shouldn't there be you know i mean if you're gonna share in something you know you say misery loves company why not go to this telegram and leave your voice and just screaming i mean you can try all kinds of stuff i'm curious to see what happens to that telegram group over time quote by mark cuban crypto firms sustained by quote cheap easy money will disappear and crash 
billionaire Shark Tank star Mark Cuban predicts the demise of cryptocurrency projects that don't have, quote, valid business prospects. Now, why would I think that that would be optimistic? Because in times such as these, it's going to weed out the shit products. It just will. Products that are not solid and their fundamentals, it's going to weed out a lot of people who are not solid in their business model, period. It will also keep people into play who are heavily funded. And unfortunately, that doesn't necessarily mean they have the best model either. But in this particular case, we do need to have a little bit of a cleansing in the market space. It happens with any innovation. Innovation needs to have a little bit of a cleansing, in my opinion, that you know kind of washes away the crap and opens the door for new items, new initiatives that is able to look in the rearview mirror and see how can it be done better. Again, all the headlines we talked about are on cryptopodcast.xyz. You can click through our show notes. If you see value in what we're doing and you enjoyed it, why don't you share it? Who doesn't like sharing value? We'd like to thank Good Soup Music for that intro and outro song. It's a real bop. We're going to switch it up a little bit this week and probably moving forward, but we hope your crypto portfolio keeps and that you stay with it. Have a good weekend. Yeah.